Welcome back, everyone. We have a very special episode of the podcast this week. Can't wait for you guys to hear it. But of course, before we get on to the episode, make sure to follow our Instagram, AskAdFlux, to see updates on upcoming events, to find our Discord, and more. AskAdFlux on Instagram will show events like Fluxathon and Influx Live, which just happened. And if, for those of you that don't know, Fluxathon is our quarterly 24-hour design challenge. It's such a great chance to learn about UX. So check it out this quarter and or next, of course. It, it happens every quarter. And this week we have... My name is Josh. I am a freelance sound designer, music composer, mixing engineer. I kind of do anything that is like post-production audio and music. And I've been editing Influx for two years, I think. And uh, excited to finally be on the podcast. So for those of you who don't know and who haven't heard us talk about him, Josh is our podcast editor and sound wizard. Been waiting to have him on the podcast for such a long time. It's such a great chance to talk to him about how he got involved with the podcast, why he got into sound design, and even his favorite music as a bit of a music buff himself. It was really seriously so much fun talking to Josh. Uh, We had to have him on before me and Varun graduated. So I hope you guys enjoy and I'll toss it off to us. Well, uh, thank you, Josh, for joining us. It's great to have you. We've always talked about having you on the pod. <laughs> had your girlfriend on the pod. We've never. <laughs> it's, this is a, a, a real realized moment. I want to start off by asking you, kind of, what was the original story that got you involved with the podcast? Like, how did you get involved? Who reached out? And it, it's kind of hard to remember that far. I think two years ago, but good question. <laughs> I think Rune <laughs> must have. I think so. Reached yeah, out to I, me. I think, I think it was yeah. me. I think it was more about the music. Oh. Yeah, I think it was more of just like making the intro music. And then we were kind of just talking about editing the podcast and all that. And I was like, I could do it. I've never edited a podcast before, but I'm sure I could learn along the way. Yeah. Yeah, now that you say that, that's actually true. Yeah. I always thought it was for the editing. And like that's what I said on the last episode with Bell and Amadeus. Yeah. But now that I think of it, it was for the music and then it or like the intro and outro music and then it evolved into like because yeah. I remember you sent more... me a bunch of samples mm-hmm. of like other podcasts, like introduction music. So I, I feel like that yeah. was the beginning thing. I may be wrong though. I remember that. Yeah. And then you sent us a bunch of intros and we loved all of them. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally any of them. <laughs> They're so good. What's funny about this is like, this is separate from, I guess, the whole story of starting it. But Nico, at that time, I hadn't watched Scrubs. And I think you sent the Scrubs, like, I think you said Fake Doctors, Real Friends, his intro as one of the examples. And like, at that time, you know, it just went over my head. But now that I've watched the show, I'm like, oh my God. Like, yeah, it's just like a weird post-watching the show moment for me. Yeah. And honestly, their intro is really good, but we're not talented enough for that. Like me and Prune don't sing. (laughs) <laughs> Charlie Puth was doing it like <laughs> yeah Charlie Puth did much. produce that intro <laughs> yeah. yeah no I don't want to sing Josh <laughs> it's never <laughs> I could put some auto-tune on it it'll sound fine <laughs> okay actually that would be kind of fun <laughs> Travis Scott auto-tune okay <laughs> let's go so yeah so we reached out to you for the intro music I guess intro outro music and then mm-hmm. just kind of talked and you were like yeah I'll edit it and that was it yeah I, I think so wow after that it was just learning it along the ropes like yeah you know yeah. just figuring out what to edit what to keep in mm-hmm. after a while i was like i should probably take out the breaths and the ums and stuff like that <laughs> so <laughs> thank you for making it sound better actually i know yeah I, definitely why well, I, I get i feel like people just don't realize it because i say um a lot you know, it's, mm-hmm. I guess it's just when you're listening to something, it's a little more noticeable. Yeah. And I'm sure most podcasts kind of cut off their uh, ums and, and awkward mm-hmm. pauses. At least I hope they do. I know yeah. the, the Scrubs one, for example, I don't really think they do. They just cut out stuff that they're not supposed to say. <laughs> well, okay, that's awesome. But let's go back even further. Can you talk about the infamous model shop class that you and Varun met in? Because we've heard a lot of Varun's side, but we didn't hear your side of how you guys met. <laughs> okay, so that was summer two two or three 
years ago. Yes. So Aaron had the class with Vroom, and I don't remember exactly why I was going to Gulfstream, <laughs> but for some reason I was at Gulfstream one day, and I knew Aaron was friends with our friend Harrison. So there was like people that I knew there, and I kind of just met all of Aaron's friends in that class. We had a friend who had some sort of barbecue or something and we all went to mm. it and then after that we were all just like a tight little group of friends <laughs> <laughs> it was also summer so it was kind of like yeah i only had two classes i think so we had a lot of free time i feel like so yeah. we were just kind of hanging out were you in the model shop class you weren't no. even in it okay so you were just I, like you just visited i feel like one weekend aaron had to go to pick up something there was some reason why I ended up going. I can't remember why. but Right, right. I think it might have been an extension of, like, Hardcore Foam Core. Like, I feel like it has yeah, to have right. been that. I don't remember too well either, but I, I remember Harrison being your friend from before, too. So, like, Harrison had mentioned your name in class, like, I think once or twice, and I'm like, this guy, Josh, exists. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's dating Aaron in the class. And, um, and, then, and then we met you. What were your first impressions, Varun, of Josh? And then Josh of Varun. I actually don't remember. Like, I, I can't think of the exact first moment that me and Josh met. Like, it's a blur to me. I feel like you might, like, the, the, th- the story that Josh brought up might actually have been when he met Aparna and not me because the girls were on one team and the guys were on another team. But maybe I'm wrong. Oh, oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah. But that cookout that we all kind of hung out for the first time was <laughs> sort of a blur Yeah, the, the, the cookout, and then I think there was, I think before that we even had, like, the uh, the night at Shway's place itself, instead of, like, the cookout itself. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. And, and yeah, that, I remember that night being a ton of fun. Well, I remember when I met Varun, I was like, damn, this guy's tall. That's my, <laughs> that's my first impressions. And then when I met Josh, I was like, oh my god, finally I'm meeting Josh. It's so awesome. Uh, yeah, because I guess like you, like your interactions with Josh had all been digital or even through text, actually. Like for the most part, like I don't think yeah. you and Josh uh-huh. had like, a call ever, or did we? I don't think so. Did we have a call to discuss the intro music? I don't think so. I think that was all over. It was all over text. So. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember a call. But... Yeah, no, it's, it's kind of <laughs> weird because I've only met you like one time, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... I guess, like, pulling it back to the pod a little bit, now that we've zoomed out or, like, went back in time, like, a question that came up to my mind when you said, you mentioned, like, you could, like there's a, the, kind of a learning curve to editing the podcast, but, like, what's different about this sort of, like, audio post-production compared to some of the mm-hmm. audio post-production that you might have done at SCAD or even, like, the music production that you do um, for yourself? I don't know. It's all different. I try to, like, take in the information from all the different type of things that I do and try to apply it wherever I can. Mm-hmm. So, like, with the breaths and the ums, like, in music, you know, if someone's breath is really loud, you want to cut it down so it's not <laughs> super loud, stuff like that. I never really did a podcast or anything longer format like that at SCAD. It was usually film-based work. Mm. So the closest thing was probably, like, recording voiceovers, which I also did a lot of recording voiceovers for Aaron's vision videos. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. So I was doing a lot of that. But yeah, the stuff in SCAD is much more film-based, mm. sound effect editing. You know, it was a lot of take a clip from a movie and like recreate all the sound effects mm. in mm-hmm. this one scene right there and stuff like that. There wasn't as much voice work, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I sort of had a few classes the last year or two, but it was mostly more of sound effects and things like that that I did a sketch. Mm-hmm. I've heard of that project before. What's the movie that you have to recreate all the sound effects for? Isn't it a specific movie? There's a few. So I think the class you have, I think it's six or seven clips, and like everyone in the class has to pick one of those seven clips. Oh. So everyone's is a little different, mm-hmm. but there's enough of people that have the same thing where you can kind of mm-hmm. compare mm-hmm. and contrast and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, so most of the stuff I did at SCAD was more film-based. Mm. We did a little bit about like podcasts and audiobook and stuff like that, but the main focus was film post-production. Right. What about like music production? Is there like is there like a twist to that, or is it more like 
I don't want to call it practical sound design, but like yeah, there definitely are like I don't know. I always try to figure out ways to like simply explain it to people that don't really understand it. But there's a lot of tools like equalizers and mm-hmm. compressors and like that yeah. you use in music, and you also would want to use mm-hmm. on a podcast, but maybe less intense on a podcast because mm-hmm. it's supposed to sound, you know, as natural as you can make it in a way so the conversation feels natural and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's more of just like figuring out how to use the tools you already know how to use. I see. Mm. And with that, like what have been some of your favorite moments of editing the podcast? Like was there like a moment <laughs> that was really goofy, like favorite segment, favorite episode, all that sort of stuff. The episode of just you two is my favorite. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That one was just like funny to listen to. But I don't know, it's weird because with the podcast, I'm kind of interested mm. in UX. Uh-huh. I don't know a lot about it, obviously, especially compared to you guys. But it's kind of cool to listen to it and just hear other people's perspectives about things that I I don't really consider a lot of the time. Right. Yeah. When I'm editing the podcast, I don't know, the funniest moments are always kind of just like little things. Mm. Like, I don't really know how to explain it, but like... If there's a little hiccup or like a laugh, it's just like really strange. It's like so funny to me. I don't know why. That's kind of embarrassing for us. Because <laughs> I can think of moments like I definitely this. feel like it was my laugh that did that. <laughs> but <laughs> no, it's a little bit of everybody's word. And now so you'll funny. be hearing your voice back, and now you can catch hiccups of your own. Yeah. I was just thinking about that before I hit record. I was like, oh, I'm going to have to listen to my voice <laughs> a lot <laughs> when I'm editing this. Yeah. How many times do you t- typically like listen through it? Is it like twice, three times? Or? Usually twice. Twice, yeah. Yeah. Usually I do like a first run, and that's when I get all the like ums and breaths and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'll go, and then the second time's more of if you guys have cuts that you want me to take out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if there's, you know, any moments that. I can just kind of take out. It doesn't really yeah, yeah. affect the episode. Yeah, totally. Um, what's your favorite hot take question? <laughs> oh. We'll get to them later, obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> this one has nothing to do with me. The island one. <laughs> oh my God. Was always, that one was always hilarious to me. I love that question. We stopped asking it. <laughs> I know. I don't know why, actually. It's, it's a pretty good question. Like, Especially when it's like scad people, I think it's totally fine. Maybe not an industry professional to ask that. But That's like, probably why. That's probably um, why we stopped asking. <laughs> but honestly, great for like people that we may know as scad or like mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. we're somewhat familiar with. That's a throwback. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I guess before we move on, I I forgot to ask why was it? What interested you about like the podcast format of sound design? that wanted you to kind of get involved. Is there anything like that a podcast does differently from a sound design um, or editing perspective that you kind of wanted to get more experience in or what was kind of the, the reason behind getting involved? I think most things that I had worked on either at SCAD or like Mm -hmm. in music, it's, there's a lot of aspects to it. There's a lot of sounds going on, but like with podcasts and like voiceovers, it's just a voice. Mm. You know, there's, there's nothing in the way of it. It's just like people talking. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So it was just interesting to me because there's a lot of usual like processing and editing, mm-hmm. surgical edits and stuff like that for like voiceovers and things like that. But with podcasts, it's just like simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it means like the editing kind of has to be a little more in the background mm. instead of like right in your face, yeah. you know? And I also just thought it'd be good practice to work with like editing vocals and stuff yeah, like that. That's really cool. Would you say it's closer to like like would you say podcast editing is closer to making music or like closer to editing sound for film if you had to put it on a spectrum? Maybe maybe it's not even comparable, but it's kind of like voiceover work mm. in a way, because you're kind of looking out for the same things. So I guess that would be more film okay. focused. Yeah. And because you mentioned the intro, like but I would love to hear a little bit about your process if you remember about creating it. Like I know you had, we had two really dramatically different versions. We had a, we had a few, <laughs> didn't we? We had like five, right? Did we? I, I, I yeah, we had I like think, five. I think. 
I think I just made a bunch of rough things and I was like, let's just see yeah. what they like. And then we'll start from there. And now that you say that, I think that that is what happened. I think we narrowed down to yeah. two. Yeah. And they were really different still. Like there's the one yeah. that we have right now currently, but I think the other one was more like kind of reminded me of like Stardew Valley or like Happy Vibes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would love to hear a little bit about the process about that. I'm trying to remember this so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I think at that point, I was doing a lot of music for vision videos and like industrial design, uh, mock mm-hmm. things and motion, uh, was it motion media, motion graphics. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was doing a lot of very short kind of, not really stingers, but it's just like a 10 second, 15 second right. time of music. Like you need to go in and go out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was kind of, I was at a time where I was doing that a lot. And it's more challenging, I think, than it seems. Because yeah. usually, like, with a, at least for me, like, when you're working on a song, it's like you're thinking of the structure of the song. And you're like, how do I create a structure for this 10 second mm. thing right here, you know? Yeah, usually I just make a bunch of stuff, like really rough ideas, and just sort of see what, what the person gravitates toward the most. And then we kind of start yeah. from there. Yeah, you're like taking 10 seconds to, I mean, is it fair to say you're taking 10 seconds to like tell a story? It's like a mini little, or like set a yeah, tone yeah. or something like that? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I think setting a tone is a good way of yeah. putting it. And for any of like the, the audio files out here, um, what tools do you use? Like what what programs? If like I'm, I'm not sure if our audience is very keen on this, but you know, you never know. <laughs> there might be that um, one person that really, really wants Maybe it. Amadeus. Yeah. <laughs> I use a little bit of everything. I mainly use Logic yeah. for most of my work just because I've always used that and I'm just used to mm-hmm. it and I know where everything is. Uh, I use Pro Tools mm-hmm. every once in a while and same with Ableton. There's just certain tools that I like how they're used in those softwares. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like use them for very specific things that I know I want to do just because I know they kind of work a little better mm. in those software than uh in logic mm-hmm. i see do you have any like equipment that that you cherish <laughs> i actually want to kind of upgrade everything that i have <laughs> right now that's kind of my uh but i have like a 61 key midi keyboard nice i have my speakers my microphone my most expensive <laughs> tool <laughs> what speaker do you have I, i'm just curious myself actually i just have some mackie um what are they i think they're called like CR3, they're not that great. I'm actually, my next big purchase is going to be some nicer speakers. <laughs> so, is it important for you to play music out loud? Like, is there, is that something about kind of your workflow that it needs to be playing out loud, or do headphones kind of do the job too? Uh, so, when you're mixing music, mm-hmm. it's hard because you have to figure out how to make the mix sound good on as many different Oh, speakers as possible because you know but like the studio monitors it's supposed to be flat so if anything sounds bad you're going to notice it mm. but then it's also like someone may listen on in-ear headphones right over the ear headphones laptop speaker car bluetooth speaker so it's like the speakers are a good way to kind of see like how it sounds flat mm. mm-hmm. but then you also kind of need to take a listen on a Bluetooth speaker that's wireless, and mm. headphones, and in the car. And- well, that reminds me of like, in to bring it to UX, I guess how we, if you're designing, let's say a website, you need to think about the responsiveness towards different mediums, like how it's going to look on an yeah. iPhone versus an iPad. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. I never even thought about like, because it seems like every speaker is so different that it would almost yeah. be impossible to to try and hit the mark on all of them, but. I know that's the one thing about mixing. There's a certain point where you just need to be like, okay, this is yeah. <laughs> this is like the best we can do. For right? Now. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So I guess like on that train of thought, like something I find really interesting is when I like listen to music most of the times, so I'll listen out loud, but then I'll put on my like headphones and I'll just hear this like one symbol that I've never heard like right. in the background, yeah. and I'm like. <laughs> it it makes the sound better for me and I enjoy it and I'm like, okay, that's cool that there's that thing, but how do you know how far you want to take your sound when you're creating music? Because, you know, not everyone will hear it, but on top of that, like, 
even if I hear it, some people might not just care. They're like, okay, it's there. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, how do you know that like, it's adding something to the song? Mm. For me, I listen to the song so many times. Mm-hmm. Like, when I wait, and to the point where, like, I will hate it all and I just need to take, like, a week break and just forget about it and go back to it. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of hard because, I don't know, sometimes less is more mm. and sometimes that's not the case. And it's, I don't know. It's, I guess it always depends, like, on what. Right. Is it there for a reason or are you just, is it just there to yeah. be there, you know? Yeah. For, I guess, maybe like UX designers, like, I can think of like something similar as like when we're choosing color, like, you know, like you can move the hex decimal like one, you can make it a little bit warmer, a little bit cooler, but like, does that really <laughs> make that big of a difference? And it's, it's just like making yeah. trade offs at a point. Yeah. 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 And, and it's just interesting that like music production can be so like thoughtful and deep, but then sometimes people just never hear those like parts up. People pour mm-hmm. a ton of time into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Are you more of a um, somewhat related question? Are you more of an album person or a singles person or like a playlist person? When I'm casually listening album, yeah. when I'm in the car, usually if I'm in the car with other people, I do a playlist. Mm-hmm. But I think that's just because if they're not an album listener, they'll be like, "What are you You're doing right, right now?" <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel that. And then not singles, or I guess that's playlist. I, I like singles. Yeah, yeah. Playlist. I like singles. It seems like people nowadays really like singles more. Yeah. Because of like TikTok and trying to get in the algorithm and all that. Yeah. I'm more of an album person. I'm definitely, I think my reasoning behind being more of an album person is like usually an album is kind of like designed to tell a story. Mm-hmm. And if you just listen yeah. to one song, that's just a part of it. And so if you want to understand what they were saying you got to hear everything not just like the first word (laughs) like you know yeah (laughs) um yeah 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 that's what i usually do usually an album will come out that i'm super interested in and i'll listen to it like i don't know if you do this like five or seven times and then i start really understanding like what's going on i know there's like phases i have to go through when i'm listening to an album yeah yeah okay well moving on a little bit back to your time at scad uh what made you choose SCAD in the first place? Like, where where was your head at through high school and then and then coming to SCAD? Uh, it was senior year of high school, and I had no idea what I wanted to do. <laughs> I think I never really considered doing sound-type things <laughs> as a career. And then I had, a, I had a digital media teacher senior year of high school, and she was like, you know you can, like, do this as a career, right? Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, and then... I looked at a few schools that weren't art schools that had sound programs mm. or music programs and stuff like that. But when I visited SCAD, it just felt right. So I was just like, yeah. I'm going to just go for it. I don't know too much about this. So <laughs> <laughs> I kind of just got to make sure I like where I am and hope that I learn a lot. <laughs> yeah. To like poke a look a little bit deeper on that, like, was your love for sound based off of music or was it just like a general love for sound? That like extends to music. Mm. Um, Before I went to SCAD, it was music. I see. Me and me and all my siblings used to just always listen to music together. When we could, you know, when the older one could learn to drive, and we'd all just like drive around and listen to music and <laughs> stuff like that. I really did not even think about film work until uh-huh. I came to SCAD. Until I was like in the classes at SCAD, I was like, okay, mm. I enjoy this too. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I, it makes me curious. What was what kind of music did you listen to growing up? A lot of different stuff. Yeah. My dad, he used to always listen to like hip hop. Yeah. And we would always have like the hip hop and R and B station on on the radio. My mom listened to like kind of pop R and B. And she's also from Cambodia, so there was like traditional Khmer music she would play a lot too. Dang. Which is like a weird and then I was, like, really close friends with my neighbor, and his dad listened to, like, rock and stuff. So I kind of was always just, like, listening to a bunch of yeah. stuff. <laughs> Everything but country? <laughs> yeah, I could never get into country. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like, like, some older country. Yeah, like the Western? Not any of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, going off of that whole SCAD story, what are you, some of your, like, fondest memories looking back at SCAD, like... I don't know, something from freshman year that sticks out or like maybe when you met Aaron or... 
<laughs> well, meeting Aaron is definitely number one. Oh. I have some classic moments from freshman year. The cookout was mm. definitely classic. I don't know. There was a lot of good times. There's a lot of really fun classes where I learned a lot of stuff and I met a lot of great people mm-hmm. there in my four years. I don't know if I can think of too many standout moments. Yeah. But. Well, wh- did Aaron tell the story of how you guys met? Yep. Oh, she did? Okay, yeah. So it's like you guys were wingmen for the other person, yeah. and then you guys yeah. connected. <laughs> yeah, my friend, one of my friends had a big old crush on Aaron's uh, roommate, and he was like, dude, you can't let me go there alone. You need to come with me. And I was like, okay. This one time I'll go. I love that. And then we actually just all started hanging out. What did you guys like first bond over, you and Erin? She didn't explain that. Like, how did you get, like, what was kind of the, the thing that made you guys, like, connect? I, I don't even know. It was just, like, just vibes. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm trying to think of a better way to say it, but, like, I don't know. When we met, it was just kind of, like, usually it takes me a little bit to get comfortable with people. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know, when we met, it was just kind of, like, we very quickly were just, like, mm-hmm. you know, friends. And it was kind of funny watching both of our friends, like, trying to figure out if they like each other or not. <laughs> <laughs> and then it not working out at all. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> That's funny. I'm also curious about this, and this is moving on from, I guess, the previous question, but, um, <laughs> like, how the sound design department works. Is it very collaborative? Or, like, different majors have different vibes at SCAT? Like, mm-hmm. what was the, the vibe of the sound design department? The sound department itself was, I don't know, it's weird because the sound department is so connected to the film mm-hmm. that it is very mixed together in a lot of ways. Because I think the sound department, there's eight or nine professors and then there's like 200 something students. So it's not nearly as big as film. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it kind of feels like film kind of takes over us a little bit. But mm. I don't know, I'm trying to think of that like identity of sound department, I can't even really think of one. <laughs> is it like how many people do you think were in your major? Like just a rough guess. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure it was around 200 when I was in the program oh, before yeah. I graduated. Yeah, that's still pretty big. Like oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it's just when you compare it to film because film has like that's what I was about to say. Over I don't know how much it's something over a thousand. Oh wow! Oh yeah, film yeah. is second biggest. Here is yeah, I think so. Yeah. What is the biggest? Animation. Animation? Okay. Yeah. Actually, that shouldn't even have been questioned. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's animation and fashion is right behind it, maybe, and then film. Uh, or I see. Fashion and film, I get confused which one. Yeah, it's just interesting that, like, different majors have such different dynamics. It kind of makes sense, but, like, you know, we're all artists here, so it's just interesting where, like, it's like the small differentiations in our major that make us really different. Like, UX and ID is not that different, but the vibe... Right. Right. It's so different. Like, uh-huh. in, yeah. like in theory, I mean, they're not that different, but they're so different Like when you actually get to the details of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, I mean, are we artists, Josh? <laughs> That's a question that I... I was I'd... wondering if you guys were going to ask me this. <laughs> are we artists or designers? I've, I'm especially curious about like your perspective because I would say, to me, what you do is is way closer to art, but it's also very designed so yeah i was thinking about this when i was editing the last episode because i was like that's a good question <laughs> i don't know i would almost think that's like a hard one the music that you produce uh josh wiley on apple music <laughs> and spotify um <laughs> seems more of like the self-expression whereas yeah, yeah. something like this is like designing for other people people i guess yeah like designing for other people to be able to listen and and have an enjoyable time listening to a podcast yeah true i guess and then like the intro of the podcast might be art again and like you're like flipping back like yeah yeah but he designs it in a way to set the tone of the podcast so i don't know what's going on here (laughs) i don't know i think everybody's a little bit of both yeah because i feel like you need to be like a quote-unquote artist to design Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we ended up last time. Like, art seems to be the bigger banner for, yeah, yeah. like, we, under which design is embedded. But at the same time, like, design is so big within art also. So it, mm-hmm. it, it, it's interesting because, like, you still have to design a painting. Like, there's, like, ru- yeah, like principles yeah. of design that apply to painting. So 
Mm-hmm. It's it, it's just it's an interesting debate for artists to have. Well, I guess I guess to end that conversation, do you consider yourself an artist? Josh? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I I feel like everybody's an artist. Yeah. Well, looking back at post SCAD, how do you kind of <laughs> now that you've graduated, how do you kind of think back on it? Like, do you do you like think back fondly of of school and the routine of school, or do you really enjoy kind of not having to stick to having three classes and all that? Uh, when I was leaving SCAD, I was super excited, but recently I have kind of thought back on it. There is something that was nice about having a definite schedule mm. and things like that. And also just being somewhere where you know a bunch of people. Because, like, I just moved to 20 minutes out of downtown Orlando, and I don't know anybody in Orlando right now. So. Right. And I also yeah. do, like, remote things. So, you know, meeting somebody is not as easy as it was in school. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It was a great time. Uh, the four years, I feel like I learned a lot. I grew a lot, mm. met a lot of great people. I do freelance work, so my schedule is all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> and I there's one company that I do work for, and it's like it's like e-learning and uh, like training video voiceovers that I need to edit. Mm-hmm. And it's mm. like a they give it at like five or six p.m. and then it needs to be finished before the morning the next day. So like. Sometimes I have gigs where, like, I'm working till, like, 11 or midnight, you know? Wow. So my schedule's a little bit crazy right now. So I think that aspect of school, looking back, was pretty nice. (laughs) Yeah. Just curious, like, do you have, like, stuff in the morning that you're doing, and then at, like, 6 o'clock you start on their stuff? Or is it, like, you know, you're just, like, shifting your quote-unquote eight hours, which may not be eight hours, but, like, (laughs) are you just shifting those to be later in the day? Yeah, yeah, basically. Okay. And then from, like, 1 to 5, I'm free, quote-unquote. But, you know, if I have other gigs that aren't really on a time-based mm-hmm. thing, like, I have some musicians that I'm working with, you know, and I'm just mixing their music. It's not like you need to have this in by 8 a.m. Mm. tomorrow, you know. It's kind of just like we're just yeah. going to work on this until it's finished. So most of my free time is usually taken up. <laughs> Oh, that was my next question, is what do you do with your free time? <laughs> I guess, like, I was actually going to ask, like, are there any boundaries you set on, like, because I guess you get to choose your schedule. Is there, like, something that, like, you won't do, like, work more than a certain hour a week, or is it, or is it just, like, mm. I'll kind of take what I get right now and just, like, air it, like, yeah. to see what I can do? Boundaries are kind of something that I feel like now I can start to kind of do, because, like, at first, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's weird. Before I went to SCAD, I wanted to do freelance work. I went to SCAD and I was like, no, I'd just rather have a full-time job. Mm-hmm. And then I couldn't find a full-time job when I was graduating. So I decided mm-hmm. I would take the turn to freelance and kind of just, you know, build myself up from the ground, you know, yeah. and just try to see if that is something I could do, <laughs> like as a job to like pay bills yeah. and stuff like that. How are you generating leads? Like, just really curious. Are you using like a, like not Fiverr, yeah. but like one of those websites or? Email, just emailing companies like, Honestly, when... Oh, yeah. Because I think after, I guess, the summer ended, after I graduated, I was kind of just like, I don't know anything about this area. <laughs> like, I don't really yeah. know much. So I just... I spent, you know, a few days really just, like, looking at possible places, you know, that may have work or, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I used the Sketch Out portal to find some freelance gigs. And then, you know, with music stuff, it's kind of just, like people that I know, friends of friends yeah. and word kind of mouth in, stuff. Yeah, word of mouth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So is it hard to kind of balance your your schedule then? It's kind of I guess every week is a bit different. So yeah. take it as it comes. Yeah, I kind of just especially at the beginning, because I was like, I just wanna start getting work and like networking yeah. and, you know, building relationships with these people before I try to put any like real boundaries. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and let's shift to talking about your music. Um, is there anything yeah. new on the horizon? It's a new single, a new album, a new EP, anything? I'm in the early stages. Late, <gasps> lately, I've been working with a lot of other artists, like working on their mm. songs. Mm-hmm. Just because for the last like nine months before I moved here, 
I was living with Aaron's parents and I wasn't going to record anything in their house. <laughs> <laughs> so finally set everything up here, but um, I've mostly been producing and like helping people produce their songs and also mix them. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of what I've been working on recently. So you're, are you working on an EP? You're in the early stages of, of music for you? Yeah, yeah. I'm working on an album right now. I haven't really recorded anything, but just kind of making the instrumentals and working oh, on yeah. transitions and trying to make it feel cohesive and all that, you know. What's the, um, do you like choose a topic? Like, is there something that you want to like express or you're just kind of like exploring and seeing what you're... Just kind of exploring. I kind of make all the instrumentals first and like try to find a sonic tone Ooh. before yeah. I like really write anything. So it's That's kind of cool. just like getting a feel. Yeah. yeah, I like that. And how do you describe your music to someone? Like, if you're describing it for the first time, like, what genre do you like to classify yourself under? Like, if you have a genre that you like to classify yourself under, mm. um, do you have any, like, primary source of inspiration for your music also? That's a good question, because I don't That's even know how question. to describe your music. <laughs> 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 like, if I tell people you make music, they're like, what kind? And I'm like, <laughs> you'll have to listen to it. I don't know. Like, it's not like just a genre. Yeah, I just say know. pop because it's easy. <laughs> mm, yeah yeah i don't even like talking about my music it makes me self-conscious i don't know why <laughs> that's why we're gonna keep you asking you questions uh, inspiration influences some artists that i love i can i don't know if i would say they like influence how my sound sounds i guess some aspects yeah, yeah. i like uh frank ocean a lot oh, of course Tyler the creator okay i like joji a lot i listen to like Kind of like older hip hop too, but I like uh, older hip hop. I like R and B. I like like SZA and FK Twigs. I've been listening to Pusha T's new album a lot. There's a new album by him. Yeah. Oh my god! How did I not know this? <laughs> I don't know. I listen to a lot of stuff. I feel like it depends on my mood. What's like? Do you tend to be more listening to older music or like newer releases? I guess for me, it's even just like 50-50, but... Yeah, I feel like it's kind of 50-50. Yeah. And in the hip-hop space or like R&B, like old stuff, is there any artists that stand out as like some of your favorites? Like, I don't know what you would... <laughs> Aaliyah. Yeah? Okay. You like Aaliyah, yeah. Aaliyah, TLC. Okay. <laughs> Classic. Classic. Uh, what else? I'm trying to think. Yeah. I'm going to send... Um, this is somewhat unrelated. Have you heard of this band? Krong? Oh, yeah. You have? I like randomly found them one day and I was like, that cover looks cool. Yeah. I'll listen. It's really good, though. Yeah. I've been listening to that for the past few days. It's like one of my professors told me about them and he was like, <laughs> he was like, as an art form, this music is like very immersive, I guess. It just like, yeah, it yeah. just like envelops you. And sometimes there's not vocals even. It's just kind of like, yeah, I know. Just Ooh, who recommended it? I'm curious. One of my art history professors. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I know the first, when I like ran into it on iTunes and I was like, that's a cool cover. I'll take a listen. And then when I started listening, I was like, whoa. Yeah. Usually when I like pick something from the cover, I end up not. Yeah, right. It, I was <laughs> like, this is really good. And it, they're kind of smaller, aren't they? And I don't know if I said their name yet. Krongbin? I've never said it out loud. I, I was going to say, I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> it's bad for their marketing. But- <laughs> it's, actually good, it's actually good that you said the name because I don't think we said the name and we forget that Krong a podcast ben? is a yeah. audible medium. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I really enjoyed their music. I figured it would be something that you might like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I listened to the latest album, though. Yeah, I haven't either. They have like these uh, kind of just jam sessions on YouTube and they just like, oh, really? they just jam for like oh. two hours or something. <laughs> Their covers give me, like, massive, like, psychedelic vibes. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's an... Inf- I, w- I want to say it's a uh, it's a duo. It's a... Uh, I don't it's know. It's a trio. Oh, it's a trio. Oh. I think it's three people. Yeah, yeah, it's a trio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Initially bonded over Afghan music, Middle Eastern art history, and Thai funk. That's in their Apple Music mm. <laughs> description. I just want to, like... <laughs> Not that we should do this. I just want to pick your brain about like every single piece of music that I like <laughs> and see if you like it too. <laughs> <laughs>
but we, there's not enough time in the in the year to do that. Outside of like sound design and stuff, are there other things that you like to do? Stuff that you and Aaron like to do, or that you're interested in? Video games, oh. cooking. I like going on walks. <laughs> we we live right right behind us is a nature preserve. Ooh, oh, that's, that's awesome. I know, and like. We can just like walk over to the trail and it's so nice. But yeah, especially since I have moved somewhere I've never really been in. Mm-hmm. I've kind of just been looking up all the sanctuaries, nature reserves, and like figuring out which walking trails I can go on and stuff. What, uh, I mean, you we have to ask this question. What games are you playing? <laughs> I was playing Horizon Forbidden West. But then Lego Star Wars came out, so I kind of, <laughs> so I kind of transitioned into that. But I'm I'm gonna get back into Horizon soon. I need to get on. Uh, Bruin's been talking about Lego Star Wars for like two weeks. <laughs> and I need to get on that. I haven't even watched the movies, and I don't care. But I've just heard such good things about the game that yeah. like, yeah. I'm very. Ex- oh, Nico. Yeah. I don't know if I've told you this, but I'm watching the first Star Wars movie, <gasps> um, a SCAD showcasing it um, on May the fourth. Oh, at, like oh. trustees. So I'm gonna finally see the first Star Wars movie, you're, and it's gonna be in theaters. You're talking so about I'm nice. excited. You're talking about number four, the first one to be yeah, released. Ep- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. E- episode four, good, but good, good, good. Yeah, and I've heard that's the better trilogy, the best trilogy, anyways. Or the most first people three? agree that. Yeah, the first three. What do you think? Are, you like Star Wars, right, Josh? Yeah, I haven't watched like the TV shows and all that, but yeah, I've seen so, all the movies. Yeah. What do you think? What's your favorite? Honest, I, it's kind of like because the development of technology is very ap- apparent in all the movies, <laughs> yeah. and you will see that, Rune. <laughs> there's some, unless it's the remastered. There's some kind of cringe effects uh, <laughs> in the '70s. So, if to me, it's kind of like how, like, do you like practical effects, which is really awesome, yeah. or do you like, um, you know, the early 2000s kind of. Yeah. Awkward phases, and then now it's just like insane, like so well done. That's how I kind of see it. Yeah, yeah. There's something about the first three that are maybe it's just because I remember watching them when I was really young. Those are always kind of have a but feel whenever I watch them. Yeah. And Varun, when you watch it, almost all of that is practical. That's impressive. Like, yeah, it is the seventies to yeah. be fair. Like, like dinosaur-looking thing walking around. And if you don't watch the remastered version, it's like, what the hell's going? Because that's how I like. I remember feeling similar when I saw the. So when you see the remastered version, anyway, I know this is a tangent, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> what do you mean? What do you, what does that mean? Like, did they like just redo that scene like with CGI? Or? I want to say, and I'm correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if you know Josh. Like the thing that makes you like makes it impossible to hit you in the movie it was like. Some flashing. They'll turn on this thing on their wrist and they'd flash. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you should see the ones in the. I'm pretty sure they did slight tweaks because yeah, yeah. When I watched it, like when I was young, like I remember that dinosaur scene, and then when Disney Plus came out with it, I rewatched it, obviously, and it was way different. So I, I want to say they touched it up. But yeah, Varun, you should you should watch the first one and then the most recent one, just like. No comparison True. in terms of... Yeah, it, it, to be fair, technology, yeah. it's been like 50 years. Uh, so, <laughs> Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> 50 um, years. Yeah, I was going to say, that, that sounded like you were exaggerating. Yeah, no, that's like legitimately, literally. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so back to you, Josh. Your opinion on Lego Star Wars. I, I feel like you could you should convince Nico <laughs> to play it. Another tangent. <laughs> yeah, because so, uh, like Nico, I've been telling you, like Nico, you're a big fan. Like it's literally all nine movies. Like what more can you yeah. ask for? I mean, I've got a Slave One Lego ship right over there. <laughs> got General Grievous's ship. I mean, well then you gotta play it. I used to play it on the PS2 when I was a kid, so I was like, oh, I gotta get this. Do you, it's really fun. Do you have too. it for PC or or what do you have it for? I have it on my PS5. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, if I got it, it would be for PC. I wonder how different mm-hmm. it would be. That See, that's why I didn't even consider it in the first place. I figured that, I don't know, that it wouldn't be on PC for some reason. No, it, it, it's on PC, know. and it's not even, like, a full-price game. It's 50 bucks, which is insane. Mm. Like, considering, like, they could probably easily charge, like, the, the regular 60 bucks. They didn't, and I was like, okay, that's cool. Was well, uh, there a DLC then? There. I don't think so. There's a deluxe version which is sixty bucks, but I don't yeah. think it, I don't huh. think it gives you anything like. I think it's like a character pack or something. Oh, 
Yeah, it's not it's not anything crazy. Hmm. Yeah, it has a ninety three percent positive on Steam right now. Oh, and it has 17, it's really se- seventeen thousand reviews. <gasps> it's a, yeah, it's a really fun game. Dang, dude, there's three hundred playable characters and a hundred vehicles. That is just like, I know. Like <laughs> the scale of it just sounds like, and that's what I mean. I'm just so impressed that a Lego game is made of this scale. Where does like this the game start? You can either start at episode one or episode four. Oh, okay. Can't do seven. Sure. I think it's. Oh, maybe you can. I think uh, so. I've watched a few reviews. I think it's the start of any trilogy. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe it was. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's interesting that they thought about it that way. Like, okay, well, I mean, I have to get it. I mean, I don't have time at the moment, but as soon as summer <laughs> comes around, I'm playing that. That'll be awesome. Well, should we get into the hot takes room? I added one. Yeah, I, I saw what you added. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, we can get started. Nico, go ahead. Okay. You take it. I also want to ask more about music, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, first hot take. Coke or Pepsi? I don't drink soda that much, but oh, okay. when I did drink soda, I was more of a Coke person than a Pepsi. You know what I learned recently also is that Coke and Pepsi are kind of doing something illegal. They They control like I don't know, 80% of the market for like sodas. And since they both control it, they kind of collaborate to continue to control the market. And so it's really hard to have like a big soda company because unless you're related to Pepsi or Coke, like if you're bought by them, it's basically. Yeah, you're going to get bought by them. Like it's just going to, like, that's, they're so aggressive. Like they can just throw cash at you. Yeah. And like you'll be like, yeah, I'll take. Ten million dollars for my yeah. my soda, <laughs> and so they they don't even compete on price. I'm not sure why. I bet it's because no one would even really care. Yeah, and apparently they, they only really compete on like bottling, like the price of bottling. There's like a soda monopoly. Yeah, well, <laughs> That's crazy. but the thing is that it's it's illegal to have a monopoly, which yeah, but it's like <laughs> because it's two companies, they can argue that legally it's not. Yeah. Whoa. So that's why they they're not a, they're not really in competition, but they are. But they're friends. Well, then my answer is neither. Neither. <laughs> what is neither? <laughs> GT's kombucha. Water. Like, <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm gonna ask what's because you don't drink soda. What's your what's your like drink of choice when you need something to like mm. eat with? I don't know. Like like is it seltzer? Is it like just like seltzer? What else? I really don't drink that much else other than water, seltzer. Sometimes I put a little orange juice in my seltzer, get a little crazy. Ooh, a little crazy. <laughs> what's your what's your uh, cocktail of choice? I know from spending some time with Varun, he usually just says old fashioned, <laughs> <laughs> which is a great drink. Varun, do you like? Yeah, I was gonna say. Hmm, I like a good Russian mule. Ooh, I I, I was just about to say like. Um, I've been turned. Uh, I've been turned to the Russian mule or the Moscow mule. Um, yeah, and I've been Yeah, and I've been enjoying. I've been enjoying that a lot. I forget what's in that. I think it's ginger ale or like Sprite, and then uh, I forget what alcohol. Is but, it not tonic? No, it's not tonic. No, I think it's yeah. I think it's like ginger ale or ginger beer or something. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, and then vodka, probably. Yeah, probably vodka. <laughs> I assume. There's, isn't there some? <laughs> Isn't there some herb in that? Or no, I'm thinking yeah. of no, no, no. I think you're right. I think it's like mint or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. And sometimes yeah, yeah, lime. That sounds right. Right. Yeah. 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 Varun, just because I'm curious, why old fashioned? <laughs> Every time me and you have gotten a drink, you're like, oh, I'll just have an old fashioned. Uh, I, I like orange, and I like. I, I think I, I, I think I enjoy whiskey. Like I think it's like one of those drinks that I like. One of the spirits you think? I can enjoy. Yeah, like, I mean, like it's one of the spirits that I think I would gravitate to more than like. But any like in the forty percent plus category, I'll, mm. I'll have a whiskey. I get that, yeah, I get that. Mac versus PC, and I feel like that's is pretty obvious on this one. But Mac, yeah. But that's not to say Mac doesn't have its issues. But I use Mac more. Mm. Yeah, you, so. you use Logic, so like I feel like right. you kind of have <laughs> you to. Have to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know my friends have told me to just like build a PC, and I'm like, I'm not switching from Logic though. Right. Yeah. Because I don't know how to use anything else. Right. nearly as well right that's tough i mean i do, there's not an equivalent issue for us rune is it yeah i mean it used to be it's sketch it, but yeah it used to be sketch like figma really has made it easier for us in the past like five to six years but like yeah. before that like you had to you literally had to own yeah. a, 
Mac. Yeah. There's like no nothing around that before our time. Yeah. Well, and Figma Adobe, is so. amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. You didn't you design your album cover in Figma? Or wait, was that a was that a hoax? <laughs> <laughs> I did a my resume and my ah. portfolio, or not my portfolio, my cover letter template and all that. Oh, okay. I see. Nice. Yeah. Aaron told me to use it, and I was like, eh, I don't know if I feel like <laughs> learning a new software and all that, but it was actually really easy to learn. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, this one, I'm not sure if you know the context, so I can give you context. Do you consider yourself an anchor or a balloon? Oh, I remember this one. And I can, actually, it's worth explaining a little bit. I guess anchor is someone who's grounded in a team environment, someone who has very practical thoughts and ideas, and then balloon is someone who's a little... Ooh, crazy ideas. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like in a good way. In a good like, way. In a good way. way. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I would consider myself more of a balloon. So, I would. I feel like I'm more of an anchor. Mm. But I mean, you're you're. I appreciate the balloon. Yeah, your technique but. for um, like developing music to me kind of feels like more of a balloon. I do kind of just, just kind like of go. Off. There are moments where I'm just like, let me just like yeah. see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> That seems like a balloon so characteristic to me. That's true. I don't know. That's a tough one. Because mm. there are, definitely are some times where I'm just like, okay, but how are we going to do that, though? Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, that makes sense. Rune, did you ever answer? Yeah, I, I'm definitely an anchor. Oh, okay, like, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I thought. Okay. Do you want me to ask this next one? Next one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you added it, so <laughs> okay. you asked. Okay, so Josh, imagine you're on a flight let's say, to somewhere in Asia. Let's say you're going to Japan and you're flying with Aaron. Now, <laughs> for some reason, I'm thinking of Boeing, mm-hmm. uh, your flight goes down, <laughs> but you survived the crash somehow, whatever. You're on a deserted island. You need to figure out what you're going to eat. <laughs> I forget how yeah. this question even goes. Do you okay. eat Aaron? <laughs> yeah, no, so, so days pass. Aaron gives you, oh, like, right, right. Aaron and you have reached a mutual agreement where, like, Whoever like <laughs> passes away first, um, their, their body can be used for meat. Yes. Um, what do you eat first? <laughs> yeah. What do you eat? What what body part do you eat? Nice. nice. And how how do you cook it? <laughs> um, yeah. How yeah. Do you yeah. Cook how it do you prepare it? For? And do you yeah. even eat it in the first place? Some people say no. Yep. Well, I try to be vegetarian, but I do eat meat. <laughs> oh, I do God. eat meat when I go out, though, just because it's like sometimes there's not enough options. What's like a right. good cut? Of like other animals, like <laughs> other animals. Yeah, okay, like so you reference. got like sirloin. Oh, or you mean like what part of the body? Yeah, like what part of the body are those? Typically, the the ribs, <laughs> the butt, a rack the of ribs. shoulder, the in betweens are uh, very true. popular. Yeah. You know, like the in between the different muscle groups. I do the ribs. I get a full rack of ribs. <laughs> <laughs> and then, how do you prepare that? How do you uh, barbecue sauce? Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Start a little campfire. Uh, <laughs> get a little smoke action yeah, going get a little on. Smoke going. Uh, <laughs> what else? Char it a little bit. <laughs> no one has ever said ribs. I want to say Clark. Way back, I want to say Clark said like the butt or like the or no no he said the calf. Oh yeah. Yeah, interesting yeah. choice. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like wings. Yeah, it's like a wing. Like if you if, yeah. if you cut off the whole leg, yeah, like the whole like below the knee, that's probably it's very convenient. You know, true. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to um, a controversial hot take. Oh, and there's only one yes. right answer. Um, favorite <laughs> podcast, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah. question. But besides that, besides that. I'm not much of a podcast listener. I listen to the mm. Always Sunny one. Ooh. I'm trying That's to think a good what one. else. What is that? Is that like a revisit podcast? Yeah, it, okay. it's exactly like the Scrubs podcast. Okay, okay. Yeah. God, Always Sunny is still going, though. I know. Yeah. So they will never <laughs> end that podcast until they stop the show. <laughs> the thing with like Always Sunny, though, is like it has the, the track record for like the most seasons, mm-hmm. but like episode count wise, They've only like a bunch of seasons have like ten episodes in them. Yeah. So it's yeah. oh, it, it's not like anything crazy. Like the latest season was like eight, I think. Um, and then they're renewed for another two seasons, but like they're probably going to be like ten episodes tops. I always wondered, like, what is the story arc with that? Like, I've seen a lot of episodes, but it kind of feels like Seinfeld, where like yeah. every episode's a little different. 
there isn't, and they've, they retcon a lot of stuff. Like, Mac being gay is the funniest, like, retcon in the world. Like, he, like he's clearly, like, heterosexual in the first season. <laughs> yeah. But then, but then, Suddenly. like, later on, they're just like, they compl- like, they're like, we've known all, all this time that he's been, <laughs> and it's just like, what, what did you, what did they do? But it's so funny, because, like, I don't think the progression really matters. It's, it's <laughs> like one of those shows that, like, it's like The Simpsons, where I think, yeah. like, no one ages, like, you yeah, can yeah, visually yeah. see it, maybe, but um, it's like the first live action that I feel like, mm. where it's just like they play it off as almost the no one ages. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. It kind of reminds me of. I mean, they do that in Scrubs sometimes. They're like, oh, all of a sudden Todd's gay, or like you know something random. Um, <laughs> but they usually try and like ground it a little bit, even though that doesn't always happen. That's really interesting. Yeah, it's like Simpsons for live action. I've never uh, thought of it like that. Yeah. Okay, what about most memorable or favorite movie that you've watched recently, Josh? And I also want to hear from you. For, I haven't watched anything mm-hmm. recently, but I watched uh, Princess Mononoke recently. Studio Ghibli is kind of my favorite. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> kind of yeah. I haven't seen a single thing from really. Them. And, like I've been what? I, I'm just very uneducated in the animation realm. Not like, even like Spirited Away. No, uh, like I. But like I, I haven't seen a lot of Disney movies. To be fair, also like, oh, okay. I watched Tangled for the first time. I mean, I haven't seen like, that. a month and a half ago. Yeah, there's definitely a certain mm. point where with the Disney and like the Pixar stuff, I kind of like zoned yeah. out for a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I mean, what's your favorite Studio Ghibli? If you had to pick one, oh, Princess Mononoke is one of my favorites. It's like a really sad one, but it's so good. I can't remember the name of it. Oh my god, they actually Oh, it's like, Grave of the Fireflies, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh. That was oh, wow, that's like, I've never even heard of that. That's their second mo- like movie, it looks like. Yeah, oh. it's one of their older ones. But it's what's so, is it sad? Yeah. Oh wow, it it's has like, actually <laughs> the highest Metacritic score after Spitter Away. Is that like, the first one they did? I don't really know the history of Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, Castle in the Sky is their first one. Oh. I um Oh yeah, Castle in the Sky. This is random, but I was, I like watches and I was shopping for watches a while ago and they make a Porco Rosso watch from the movie, which is like <laughs> themed on the, the flying pig one. <laughs> I was like, mm, I don't want to buy that. <laughs> yeah, you should definitely watch some, Vroon. It's, it's a classic. I, I've had it like in my backlog for a long time. I, yeah. I really, I, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, since I almost consider animation like a separate medium from mm. film, like the same way like TV, and I'm just like, I already read comic books, I already watch movies, I already watch yeah. shows, I already read books. I'm like, I don't need to add another medium. <laughs> like, yeah, you'll get like, lost. And, you'll get you'll get deep. And and like and like that's like, I know animation is technically film, but I, I I like to separate it just so that for my sanity that I don't want to just watch everything. That makes sense. I mean, to me, it's like a whole different type of animation. It's like mm-hmm. typically what you associate with animation doesn't usually apply to to those movies. Yeah, like, yeah, they all have um, kind of a very unique feel. That's like, yeah, there's not much else I feel like that feels similar. And the stories are like very, they're very complex. Yeah, uh, and they're not really afraid to like be scary or like be sad or like it's yeah. just like here's a deep topic. <laughs> boom, <laughs> like. <laughs> like Porco Rosso is about World War Two. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't actually seen it, but yeah, that's interesting. This is a this is a fun note to end on. Actually, I have another I, question after. But. Okay, <laughs> okay. So not a, a fun preliminary note to end on, I guess. Um, <laughs> sock, sock, shoe, shoe, or sock, shoe, sock, shoe, in terms of the order of how you wear your shoes and shop. socks. <laughs> sock, sock, shoe, shoe. I already usually okay. have socks on, so. Oh. By the time I need to put my shoes on, I usually already have my socks on. Isn't that what you said too, Brun? You're, you're kind of yeah, typically actually, shoes or yeah. socks are already on. Yeah, because I'm usually like, especially in Savannah, like I'm usually no one going out in the day, so I basically like right after showering, I wear socks and like mm. it, it, it. It's probably not the best habit, but I'm usually not wearing socks whenever I can because I don't have enough to <laughs> sustain me through my laundry cycle. <laughs> Nico is wearing like. Nico wears his Birkenstocks as often as he can. <laughs> as often as I can, but I can't wear them in the shop. Uh, PSA, everyone. Don't don't work with power tools and wear Birkenstocks. <laughs> um, so that's, you know, that's the dilemma. 
Well, isn't. I do want to ask Josh, since obviously this should be asked, since you're very into music, any music that you've been re- listening to recently that mm, you've been enjoying or like throwbacks that you've been enjoying? I've been listening to the Pusha T album a lot. The new FK Twigs mixtape I've been listening to a lot. How did I not know that she came out with a mixtape? That was too? A, that's not super new, but I think that came out this year. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've been working on a lot of music with artists, and sometimes when I am trying to balance a lot of things, I don't really listen to much new stuff. So, please sense to me. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else. What about the FK Twigs? Or what about her specifically do you like? I, I don't really know anyone just, else that listens to her. I don't know how to explain it. It's like the her voice is just... So unique. Yeah, it's just so unique. Yeah. It's just like no one else really sounds like that. I feel yeah. Like. And also I kind do, of how she like approaches her song yeah. like vocally is just kind of different than yeah. most people, I feel like. How did you um, discover her? Because I know... I have a discovery story, actually. You know who she is? I'll let Josh in. Oh. Yeah. How did you both discover her? <laughs> um, I sent my discovery in the chat, oh. but I'll let Josh answer first. It must have been a friend that sent it to me or something, because mm. I had heard of her name for a while and kind of just never really listened. I'm trying to think. I think it was her last album, though, where I started listening. The, um, Magdalene? Or, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Magdalene. Mm-hmm. I discovered her through... <laughs> ASAP Mob. I don't know if it was an ASAP Mob album or if it was a, like an ASAP Rocky. I, it was probably oh. like testing or something. I feel like she was on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say yeah, she is on one song. I think that's testing. where I found her, and then I was like, oh damn. It's kind of similar <laughs> to um. Oh, I'll I'll try and think of her name. Go ahead, Varun. I'm trying to think. Of thing. Yeah. So the way I discovered it was like it was in high school, and like all my high school friends are into like music production, and or not all mine, but I had a subset of like, really close friends that were really into music production and film. And Apple released this ad, when I think, when the HomePod mm. came out, yeah, yeah. Um, with FKA Twigs. And, it, like, to be honest, it's an awesome yeah. ad. And they, the music's great, and it's just, just a good ad. Mm-hmm. Like, so just a, an example of quality advertisement. And, and yeah, she, she did a great job in that, and then, like, she was on my radar ever since. I forgot about this ad. I think Apple actually removed the original, because I can't find mm. it, like, from Apple itself. Like, I, it's the one that I sent on the chat. It's, like... Some what song dude. is she singing? Or is it just like a vocal? I actually don't know what song it is. It, it, says, yeah. it actually says it's a Spike Jones song. Or it says it's made by Spike Jones. I mean. huh. um, sorry, he's a director. Sorry, Spike Jones is a director. My bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I completely forget. Let me let me play it. Oh, it's Anderson Pack, actually. It's not even oh. her. Like, this <laughs> is. Oh, yeah, I remember so, this ad. Was it a Super Bowl commercial? I feel like it's too long to be a Super Bowl commercial. It's like literally four I minutes. mean, it's Apple. <laughs> they got money. That is one expensive Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember this. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I completely forgot about this ad. She's in this? Yeah, that's her. She's the dancer? Yeah, she's a dancer. Yeah. What? Alright, you're blowing my mind. Which is weird because like I know she was on my radar after this, but like I think we might huh. have listened to the music. That she made right after we watched the video, but like it's funny because it's not even her music now that I think of it. I also want to say this was all practical effects, right? It looks like no, yeah, this, this, yeah, this is a yeah. stage. It's, just, it's like a stage yeah. that moves. That's so sick. It is Spike Jones. He's he's a pretty phenomenal. True. Yeah. And I think it's a remix of the Anderson Pack. Yeah, I, it's a very certain mood that I have to be in to want to listen to her music, but when yeah. I'm in that zone, for sure. I I can't remember that I want to ask you about this other artist i don't remember her name starts with a t she does very her last album was very short form uh like 30 seconds hip-hop was it tiara whack yes tiara whack i love her music isn't her it music so videos good? are so cool too yeah yeah highly recommend watching her music video- videos i want to say um it's been a while since i saw them i want to are they stop motion or yeah, there more? was there was yeah there was a time where she was doing a bunch of stop motion. I can't remember. I think it was one yeah. one album. Oh, yeah. For those who want some really unique music, both yeah. of those artists. Oh yes. Do I want to ask Josh about any other musicians? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ASAP Mob. Do you listen to any of them? Classic. Yeah. Classic. Okay. It's listen- kind of yeah. weird to see that they're. Uh, 
They're not as close as they used to be now. Yeah. It's interesting, like, Playboy Cardi joined and then blew up and then... Or did he blow up and then join? I think by the time he dropped his first mixtape, he was Mm -hmm. part of the AUG thing. Oh, okay. Oh, right, right. Yeah. God, who else Man, do they, want to ask they you used to have mob albums when I was like in high school were just like uh, right? amazing. Let's go. <laughs> Cozy tapes. I know. God, I have such fond memories of I would blast that in my car and like yeah. like race people. Not like actually race, <laughs> but just like race them with the music passing. <laughs> actually, okay, last one I'll ask you about. Do you ever have you ever listened to Erica Badu? Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you like her? Yeah, I do. I have not like listened to any albums all the way through. Yeah, honestly, I have, but I haven't like internalized. I I kind of listen to her in the background sometimes. It's not. I'm not yeah, usually yeah. just sitting there. I mean, how often do you do that? Do you just like sit there and just listen? You do that very often. I try to. Yeah. Try to be a little. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the word. Try to like actively listen. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Try to see what's going on in there in the the song okay that's all like lauren hill oh my don't even start talking bro (laughs) the miseducation of lauren like i can just listen to that like ridiculous i know i can listen to that like until i die that's ridiculous it's i know the fujis too classic yeah (laughs) dude yeah i do you know about lauren hill Vern? no idea actually she blew up okay she's part of a band the Fugees are like a three-man group. And then she did a... I, I'm probably butchering this. She did a solo album. It blew up. I want to say it went platinum a few times. I don't know. And I think then, it just went diamond recently. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Let me double check. <laughs> and then essentially she dropped off the face of the earth in terms of music. Gone. Yeah, it's like the only album. That's it. Oh, and then wow. I think it came out in 1999 or something. No way, really? It is so. such a class. It's kind of, it reminds me of old Kanye West music where this kind of skits yeah. in between yeah, it's like yeah. the story <laughs> that she's telling. Oh, 1998. He's touring right now, apparently. No way. Are you serious? Yeah, in Las Vegas on May 14th and May 15th, and then Baltimore on May 20th. Like, I don't think it's touring, but like, I think she has a few shows coming up. Dang. Whoa, look at her website. Whoa, 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 whoa. Miss Lauren Hill. Whoa. Okay, I'm going to have to look at this sometime. This is insane. <laughs> Maybe she just tours that, that album? Yeah. Honestly, with how good that album is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and she's kind of like famous in like the hip-hop rap scene for being like a prodigy that just stopped. And I and I can't remember why. I don't know if you know, Josh, why she stopped. But... Uh, I can't think of it. But yeah, she just sure. came out, best-selling album, boom, stopped. and everyone is like come on (laughs) it's been like an hour y'all it was so great talking to you Josh we could just keep talking and talking and talking but we have to end somewhere so thanks for joining us I hope you enjoy listening to the recording (laughs) oh yes (laughs) thank you for having me on yeah it's a great time yeah it's a long time coming yeah I know (laughs) yeah yeah yeah